Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Don't forget to pack the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies for a post-errands pick-me-up. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Did you know some travel credit cards offer 10 times points on your spending? Don't miss out on big rewards for your next trip. NerdWallet lets you compare smart travel credit cards side by side, curated by an expert team of finance nerds. What could future you do with better travel rewards? A free flight? A room upgrade? Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. Reminder, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Hi. Hi. Every single episode, like, I want there to be one episode that goes by where I don't laugh at the way you say hi to everyone. I'm just Every like, time. I don't know. I'm not a bubbly person. Yeah. Someone, <laughs> someone called me bubbly recently, and I was like, have you ever spoken to me? Yeah. I'm the most monotone person you could ever meet. Starting our podcast episodes makes me really nervous because I am a bubbly person, so I don't want to be like, hi. But I also don't want to be, like, monotone, so I don't really know what to do. So I always just land on the, like, hey. I'm high. Not like I'm high. I mean, like, I, that's how I say hi. All right, yeah. That was good. Great. Yeah, Thank I you, Sydney. You're okay. <laughs> nice going. We, we still don't introduce ourselves anymore. Let's start. I'm Sarah. The very deep voice is Sydney. <laughs> and you're listening to Crying in Public. That was this so is, This was awful. Like, on Halloween, I was, like, just waiting in the, by the bathroom for someone. And um, the attendant, the bathroom attendant, was, like, an older guy. He was probably, like, 65. He was just talking to me, and we were, like, chit-chatting. But, like, when he first approached me, he was like, hi, like, how's your night going? I was like, oh, it's great. He was like, damn, your voice is deep. I was like, oh. <gasps> <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. He's like, I like it. I was like, also, the way you talk to strangers, your voice naturally elevates a little bit. So he thought that that was was deep. deep. Like, this is my, like, I'm talking to a stranger voice. Like, this is my real voice. My (laughs) voice is very deep. But I think it's because, like, my dad um, used to have a radio show called Quiet Storm. But my dad's voice is very, 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 very deep. So I feel like I get my voice from him. Um, And yeah. So it kind (laughs) of sounds like, man. The first experience I had with Sydney's dad was when we flew into LA and we were at the airport and Sydney called him being like, are you going to come pick us up? And he was like, no. He was like, no. <laughs> That's all he said. Yeah. And I was like, um, 
He's like, I'm kidding. <laughs> That's how he talks. The way my dad jokes, like, he'll text me something. Like, he'll be like, we're not coming. We're not having Thanksgiving anymore. And I'll be like, okay. He's like, I'm joking. Like, there's no emojis. It's just, like, straight, like, talk, period. No LOL. There's also no, no hint of sarcasm either. You know how people can do that in fluctuation voice thing? He doesn't do that. No. It's very monotone. It's very monotone. So I think that's where I get, where get it get from. from. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My mom's the exact opposite. My mom's like Sarah. She's like, good morning, sweetheart. I'm like, oh. <laughs> Can't do it. No, like, every time I walk through the door, Sarah starts yodeling. <laughs> and I don't really know how to respond still. I'm like, hi. <laughs> also. <She> goes, yeah. <laughs> I just know how to greet people, like, in a... In a bubbly way. I don't yeah. know. I still, we, I li- we've literally been doing this since, we were looking at our old episodes today. We've been doing it since 2020. We still don't know how to open the podcast. You know. We're doing great. It just be how it be sometimes. Yeah. We've been doing this for over two years. Isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. It's kind of scary that people still want to listen. <laughs> it's weird because like, it's in that weird part of law school where like, I've been in school long enough where like, I have friends, like I have like an established group of people I hang out with. But it's like, we also don't really know each other that well because it's only been like, what, three months? Like yeah. August, September, October. It's been four months at this point. But some people will like mention things that like I know I haven't talked to them about. And I'll be like, how do you know that? And they're like, the podcast. And I was like, oh. Like when I was telling them about me seeing Mormon guy, someone's like, oh, like the guy you met like on a cruise when you were younger. I was like, how do you know that? I was like, oh, you said it on the podcast of one of your episodes. I was like, mm-hmm. You've learned a lot then, and that's weird. Yeah, and people remember too. You know yeah. what I mean? Especially if it's like interesting, especially if it applies to them or it could apply. I've had so many people text me being like, was this story about me? Or blah, blah. And I, like, sometimes it is, and I'll have to lie, but then other times it's really not, and I have to swear up and down. But then I feel bad because I'm like, I could say no, but they're going to believe that it, you know? Yeah. You've got to do what you can to keep the, the listeners entertained. You know how I'd be. You know. I'm dead. I have a dentist appointment tomorrow uh-huh. for a consultation for my surgery. So random. Oh, yeah. They're like, surprise. You have a genetics, you have like a genetic disease, and you have to get emergency surgery. And I was like, I just come to get my teeth whitened. <laughs> yeah. And then, okay, I was kind of offended because it was a very bougie dental place. And I was like, period. Like, they gave us like CBD oil for you go, like, to like, calm you down. You get like Netflix when you're watching. And um, mind you, like, my teeth were jacked up. Like, I had braces for six years. And every time I go out, they're like, were you okay? I was like, no. Because I had this really weird fear when I was a kid of my teeth falling out, like baby teeth falling out. So, like, I didn't lose all of my baby teeth until senior year of high school. Like, I haven't gotten my 12-year-old molars yet because I wouldn't let my teeth fall out. So, Wait, I was How on, does one not let their teeth fall out? That's like when you're pregnant, not letting the baby come out. Yeah. That makes it was no like, sense. I would be in, like, ninth or 10th grade, and I would be losing, like, my teeth. Like, I lost, like, my front teeth, like, the normal ones, and I was... Um, like younger obviously like in like elementary school but like i didn't lose my like actual actual teeth until like we cannot skate past this how did you not let your teeth come out because i came out like in my sleep think about it because you move them like i wouldn't let mine get oh so you wouldn't even wiggle them i wouldn't even wiggle them oh so like i had to wait for all of my teeth to fall out and grow back and then straighten and which is why it took me six years because i didn't get my brace off till senior year of high school because of that so like when i got them on in fifth or sixth grade like, I still hadn't lost a lot of my baby teeth. So I had, to, and they had braces on them. So it was harder to lose. So it was like a very long process. Anyway. Crazy. So I take pride in my teeth looking kind of cute now. Mm-hmm. Like, I, have, I think I have a good smile. You do. You have a great and smile. And then, so the lady's like, you have a cute smile. And I was like, mm, thank you. And then she's like, not only do you have a genetic disease, but also you should do Invisalign because your teeth are, they need to be a little bit straighter. I said, oh, excuse me. <laughs> and she was like, they kind of stick out. And I was like, okay. Yes. And then she's like, also, you can also get them, like, shaped. And, like, she said I had very feminine teeth, which I think was her way of saying you need to get them squared. 
because I have very round teeth. Now I can't stop staring at your teeth. I'm going to stare at your teeth yeah, the she entire said they were, She said they were, like, too round. They're not too round at all. And I was like, y'all really came in here and shot my confidence, but <laughs> thank you. Let me not smile ever again. <laughs> I feel like mine are too long, so I always overcompensate by overlining my lips to make them look small. I feel like some people I know, like, have very scarily good teeth. Like, they're, like, the perfect shape. Yeah. And people that never had braces before, and I'm like, how do like my friend Chris I always stare at his teeth because I'm like never had braces before they're perfectly white and I'm just like I don't understand. his teeth aren't at Chris is a new friend from law school his teeth are so nice never had braces like his yeah. dentist is like obsessed with him I know because there's no way <laughs> I went to the dentist recently too and I felt so bad because they also told me I needed Invisalign I didn't wear my retainer as long as I supposed I lost one the first day I got it who wears their fucking retainer like name me one person who wore it religiously until they were supposed to like anyway I had a retainer before I had braces as well. Like How a, does that Like happen? a metal retainer. Because they wanted oh. me to help, help lose some teeth before I did it. So, mind you, this was in fourth grade. So let me design it. The fourth grade or third grade? Third grade. Because I worked for two years. And let me design it. And, you know, I was Miss Fashionista. <laughs> it was a metal retainer. But, like, the top, like, the gum part, the, like, top yeah. of your mouth, was hot pink with sparkles. It said, Go Gators. And it had two dolphins jumping like this. It did not say yeah. Go Gators. Go Gators with dolphins on it. Do you have a and picture? <laughs> I need to find it. I remember in, like, I went to a Jewish camp. I don't really know why. Because um, they had a really good acting program. And so... Okay, um, I did. We did hair, hairspray, and I got, like, a bunch of lead roles. And I was like, oh, my God, why? Oh, I'm my like, God. I'm like, I'm a star. It's because I was the only black person in a show about racism. <laughs> I love this story because um, they took out, like, all your songs, right? Yeah. Like, the one, was, about, the one during the protest they took there out? There were no protests. There was no protests. There was no, like, they took out the line by the checkerboard chick. Um, so like they took out all the stuff about race, but I did get to do the "You Can't Stop Today" huh, as it comes speed now. I never. I was like, I'm gonna be on Broadway one day. Um, but anyway, I lost my retainer while I was at camp, and I was like sobbing because so I was like, my mom's gonna be so mad, like blah blah blah. And so I found it in the trash can, like wedged in between an orange, and I was like, okay, put it back in my mouth. So yeah. I don't know how we got to that, but basically I'm making my appointment right now. for Because I have an appointment tomorrow. I get to choose my toothbrush flavor. Should Ooh. I do signature mint, vanilla bean, or watermelon? Those are I so different. I really think you want to do vanilla beans. Yeah. Vanilla bean toothpaste? Oh, I didn't think about that. I'm thinking, like, body spray. <laughs> <laughs> yes, in my mouth. <laughs> um, no, so I went to the dentist, too, recently, and they told me I needed Invisalign. And they have this really cool um, technology where you can see what your teeth would look like after you got the Invisalign. Like, it does it for you on screen. And it's like, my teeth, too. It's really, really cool. But they were like, look at how big of a difference the before and after would be. You need this in your teeth. This is very, very clear. And they were describing the differences, but every single thing they described, I couldn't tell. To me, it just looked like two sets of identical teeth. And I was like, I felt so bad because they were so excited. I think they just want the money. <laughs> yeah. Like, my dad's really making me get a second opinion on mind you they show me like my teeth are gonna fall out like because like i guess whatever like condition i have is like your teeth just like wear away like the bone oh that does not and they were like oh my god it's code red get get surgery now and i was like oh my god okay it's code red but i was like you should get second opinion on what (laughs) (laughs) so i'm gonna get second opinion tomorrow i actually agree you should get a second opinion because that's a huge major surgery obviously so yeah second opinion would be helpful are you nervous like no okay (laughs) I feel like you don't have emotions. Yeah, I don't only have emotions. 
I, that's one thing about me is I feel like I was such an emotional person for so long and then so many bad things happened that I just got used to it. So not only really have any emotions. But anyway, <laughs> emotional intelligence. <laughs> um, I'm most excited because I'm going to get so much soup from Whole Foods. I love soup. You do I love soup. soup. It's like a period last year. Like I just had soup for a few months. I remember that. I would just open the fridge and there would be boxes the of soup. soup. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of hit. Yeah, the broccoli cheddar one from Whole Foods. Oh, that's my favorite. <laughs> and then I just like put butter on a sourdough, piece of sourdough bread, stick it in the oven. And it's like a healthy meal because it's only like 200 calories, but it's so good. Also, there's veggies in the soup too, so you're getting yeah. all your all your pyramid food And like it's like a bowl of cheese, and I love it. <laughs> a bowl of melted cheese. Literally, melted cheese and broccoli. Oh my God. When Sydney and mom and I were in quarantine over December, we told you guys about that. Um, Sydney made Guinness stew. It was so good. Oh. And Sydney thinks I'm lying about that. She is lying because I, because like, Guinness is like my favorite food ever. And I realized it's supposed to take six hours in a crock pot. Run out of a crock pot or six hours. So I just made it in a bowl. It on was the like stove. two hours. It was like two hours. I just put on the highest heat, and I was like, in my head, Pimdas that works out. It was so nasty. And her mom's like, "Wow, this is great." I was like, "You guys are too nice." Gordon Ramsay is cringing in his living room right now yeah. in his penthouse apartment in London. I thought I was say he's great, and I was like. <gasps> Wait, what'd you say? I thought you said his grave, and I was like, <gasps> No, oh my god. I saw this TikTok that Chloe, no, yeah, that Chris Jenner died, but then I got Chris. You know that TikTok? Oh, thing. yeah. <laughs> I Chris, felt so dumb. Chris Jenner sent me. I love watching the Kardashians because I don't know why. That's like my comfort show, and I don't really like reality TV. The reason the Kardashians is so good is because the only thing they do <clears throat> is sit in their living room or go to events, or unless it's Kylie, she's at her office, right? Yeah. So when they're in their living room, they literally are just sitting there drinking green juice, discussing the most random things, she's like, like bananas. She's like, <laughs> I want to wear Marilyn Monroe's dress. Yeah. And she was like, what? And she's like, I'm going to do it. I'm a shapeshifter. <laughs> and then she lost 16 pounds and fit into it. But it didn't fit over her butt, so just like to put a jacket over it and I was like yeah that was a great impression you do the they do their uh, they're like I wanna wear her dress like they do their R's weird you do your R's like that really it's the valley girl voice oh my god it's weird you have a valley girl voice but you're not from the valley you're from the other side of the country (laughs) I just (laughs) I've lived in so many places that 13 accents meshed and that's how I talk yeah I'm Um, so dead because there's this guy in my school that everyone's obsessed with mm -hmm. who's from Belgium and I'm obsessed with him as well. And he had, I lived in Belgium. That's why that's relevant. He had like um, his mom sent him can like candy from Belgium, and he was like, "I wanted to share with my Colombia friends. Like, swipe up and want some." I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> I swiped up and I was like, "Oh my god! Like, I'd love to try some." And so he comes over to me um, this weekend and he was like, "Oh, like I brought you." He pulls out like six bags. He's like, "Here you go, mind you." I'm literally allergic to nuts. It was like pralines, almond-filled chocolate. And I was like, oh, my God, I cannot wait to try it. And he just kind of stayed there waiting for me to try it. And I was like, well, I don't want to kill myself in front of him. So I was like, actually, like, my best friend and my roommate is from Belgium. So I'm going to give these yeah. to her instead. Um, mind you, she's literally not. And I was, he was like, oh, my God, she lived there. I was like, she was there her whole life. <laughs> and she race. speaks the language that you also speak. I don't know what it's called. Frick. And he was like, what part of Belgium is she from? I was like... You know, um, the military part that is for the military. And he's like looking at me, and I was just like, yeah. Also, the guys, this weekend was super interesting. We're going to talk about the topic eventually. Yeah, we'll get um, there. <laughs> because, so, like, the rule in law school is that, like, after the week after Halloween, so, like, after the first week of November, which is midterms, you, like, like lock down. You're not supposed to go out or drink or do anything because it's the month before finals. Like, you still have to read for class and do homework and papers, but you also have to, like, study for your finals. And, like, in law school, your only grade is your final. 
So basically, if you don't do well, like, uh-huh, where's your job? So <laughs> you're not supposed to, like, do anything after November. So I was like, this is my last weekend. Like, I'm going to go hang out with my friends, whatever. So when I was nine years old, I went on a cruise. Royal Caribbean Oasis, or whatever. And I was all up in that kids' club. I had a posse. We had a crew. And cool this was club. in 2009. And we have all kept in touch since. Like, that's how tight of a crew we were. And there were two guys in our group who were Mormons from Utah. And, like, we were the first people they had ever met outside of Utah. So that's why it was such a cool, like, thing for us to whatever. Like, I remember I ordered a Shirley Temple, and he was like, you drink alcohol? Mind you, I was literally nine years old. I was like, this is Shirley Temple. It's a Sprite (laughs) and cherries. So it was a very big cultural exchange. You drink alcohol? I was like, I'm nine years old. I don't know how to spell alcohol. Mind you, like, the bar in the kids' club was literally Sprite, Coke, and, like, ginger ale. So I was like, no. Um, in but, the world in general, there should be more kids' clubs. Like, I would have loved to be in middle school and feel like an adult oh, yeah. bar. I would no, love that. I remember, like, Soulja Boy telling him or something, like, the clean, like, kids' bop version. And we were like, oh, my God, hey. Oh. <laughs> Literally, me at nine. Whipping and naining in the Literally. back. Were we nine when that, never mind. I think we were, we were definitely older than nine. Yeah, nine. <laughs> anyway, 13 years later, uh. he texted me, and he was like, hey, like, how are things? Like, mentioned, we kept in touch, like, once every couple years. Um, we have, like, a group chat still. And he was like, I'm coming to New York. I'd, like, love to meet up. And so we go. And I, I don't know. Like, I love religions. I love reading religions. I like watching shows about them. I like the whole, like, I took multiple classes on them, whatever. And I forget that he's Mormon. So I take him to a bar. And I got him shot when he came in. And he's kind of looked at me. And I was like, oh, wow, you do not drink. Yeah. I so, actually didn't know Mormons don't drink. And, like, obviously I want to respect. So I was like, you know what? All good. We're going to get food. So we got mac and cheese. We went to Mean Fiddler. Um, it was just like one of the best conversations I've had in such a long time. Because it's like someone that you've known for like 13 years, but like you haven't talked about anything in those 13 years besides the fact that you guys met, you know? So it's like catching up over 13 years of stuff happening. Like talk about his mission trip um, to Australia. Uh, we talked about um, like me going to law school, like NYU, like how we like grew up so differently because of like culture stuff and like how we think that like tv now like he's like we're talking about mormonism for example how like what we understand about it is like these random documentaries that are coming out like horror films but like he lived it you know not like lived what was in the horror films but like he went to byu and, like all i know from B- about byu is like stuff i see on tiktok and like they're living through that so it's like so weird it's like it was so like cool to like have a kind of exchange of like how different our college experiences were. Especially with, like, not drinking or, like, hooking up with people and, like, how that can change your college experience, like, so much. And he was saying that, like, when he was doing his mission trip, which was, like, a two-year trip you have to do for the Mormon church, um, to Australia, and Book of Mormon was on tour in Australia at the time. It's, like, every time someone saw him, they assumed he was an actor from the movie and, or from the show and would ask him for a picture. And he was like, what? Is, were, are the outfits the same? Mm-hmm. He's, it's just, like a, like, a little suit. But he had oh never seen... He Did he take pictures? Did he correct them? Or was he, he, like... he never saw the plate, so he didn't know what they were talking about. So he's like, I want to see it so badly, but I know. I was like, maybe don't see it. It's um, really offensive. He absolutely should not see it, yeah. no. Um, that's wild. Like, 12 years? And it was, like, his first time seeing New York, so he went to, like, Times Square and, like, all this stuff. Um, but no, it was, like, it was just cool, like, seeing people from your past and, like, realizing how much you've changed since. Yeah, so, it yeah, is insane. When Cindy and I went to um, France, we were in Nice... My friend from Belgium, so I lived in Belgium from like ages six to nine. We're at this restaurant and she texts me. The last time I saw her I was really eight years old. She's like, oh my God, I'm outside of the restaurant right now where you are. 
and I met her and it was so cool we only got to talk for like 30 seconds but it is so cool seeing people from your past like are you kidding it's amazing Especially like random places. And you have so much to talk about too. So that's so, I can't believe you guys went to Mean Fiddler. That's like, it's like a Times Square party dinner restaurant. I was like, oh, it'll be so fun. Like, you can like have like some kind of, no. No. <laughs> it's also like a Tuesday. Oh my um. God. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's Full Regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melody. Melon Serum. This next generation serum has the power of melon leaf stem cell technology. It's melon leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty System for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. I got my phone stolen. For all my New York City dwellers, it was at Playhouse. The only two um, places that I know of where people have gotten their phones stolen, I'm sure it happens everywhere, but like Delancey and Playhouse. Playhouse is where I got mine. 
stolen. It was in my pocket. So I would recommend like keeping it in your hand or in your purse zip towards you, you know, like with a zipper in the front. Um, Cause these people are good as fuck. Like as soon as they stole my phone, I noticed it was gone. I think five minutes after it happened. And cause I remember not like, knowing where it was, but I was like, Oh, it's just in my bag. I'm not, not seeing it. So I noticed like five minutes after it was stolen, I think. And once I did, I checked my phone's location, obviously from my friend's phone on my friend Camden's phone. And it was immediately off. Like they took it, immediately hacked into it and turned off the location. Isn't that insane? That's crazy. I'm right? like, go, you got all this energy. <laughs> go do something. Go walk a dog. Go do something. Ooh. But then um, it, the location came back on at 5 a.m. that morning and it was in Newark. It's like, what the hell's going on? So for a second, I thought I lost it in the Uber, but then the Uber driver was like, no, there's no phone in my car. Mm-hmm. I was like, great. That's crazy. Perfect. Yeah, and the reason I know it was stolen, that I'm not an idiot, is because someone made an announcement in the club. Like, so far, we've had four reports of people stealing phones, so just be careful. They Their exact words were, some little bitches in here stealing phones, so watch out. I was like, thank you. I'm dead. Um, yeah, so I got a new one. Hopefully, I get it insured, but I got the 14, which is nice. It's really good. So The camera is so good. Any, any of y'all are thinking about getting the 14, it's good. I also, I want a desktop. And I need a new YouTube camera because I left mine on the plane coming back from Disney. Yeah. Are you doing YouTube again? Rated our content on it. Hmm? Are you doing YouTube again? Yeah, I need to start. YouTube shorts. It's like huge right now, apparently. I'm in this creator group chat and everyone's freaking out about it. And I'm like, okay. Most people just put their TikToks though, right? Um, I know nothing about YouTube shorts. Oh, it's literally just TikTok on YouTube. Oh, okay. So, like, are YouTube shorts reads. only available on your phone, or can you see them on your laptop? Let me look it you up. You see them on your laptop, because I used to do it for work to look for um, stuff for my job. Today's topic, we were going to do, in honor of Thanksgiving coming up really soon, we were going to do stuff that we're thankful for. Um, Sydney, I'm thankful for you. I'm so uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> this reminds me of, like, the games that Sarah likes to play in cars. Um, we talked about that before. Sarah Sarah does not like silence. (laughs) Silence is not Sarah's friend. (laughs) So if we're ever in a car and you're silent, she'll be like, so what are your free warm fuzzies (laughs) and your two cool pricklies of the day? I'd be like, huh? You mean roses and thorns, genius? Oh my God. Oh, my school, it was warm fuzzies and cold pricklies. Miss Wendell used to always say that. You made fun of me for roses and thorns, yet you did warm fuzzies and cold pricklies? In kindergarten. (laughs) (laughs) In kindergarten. Oh no. No, my family loves roses and thorns, and you can't forget buds. Buds are what you, like, are hopeful for. Yeah. My family stays silent. <laughs> Nobody talks. <laughs> quiet game. Quiet game. No, they play with my brother, and he's like, I lost. And we're like, yes, we know. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite ones are, like, the alphabet games. So you go through the alphabet, and you name every celebrity. That first name starts with the letter of the alphabet. So you go through, like, A, until that person runs out, B, you know, and then whoever runs out first loses. It's like rapid fire. Oh, I love... You know what? Sydney and I have so many card games. We have... What's it called? Girls' Night? Yeah. I want to get Cards Against Humanity. If you are looking for fun card games to play... If, like, I love card games. So if you're one of those people, I would recommend Cards Against Humanity. Great one, obviously. Everyone knows about that one, though. Girls' Night. Uno Flip. Not the regular boring old Uno. Uno Flip. It gets so intense. You have to. You can play with two people, but it's so much more fun if you play with three or more. Actually, four or more. And it, things get heated. Like, heated. Because there are so many cards. And there's like a plus five in there. It's insane. Um, and then I would also recommend... I hate What Do You Meme. I would not recommend that. 
buzzed the drinking game, the expansion pack is so good. But you'd have to get both for that, but still, I, I, I think it's worth it. And then, um, we're not really strangers. I love that game. People, I'd like to say, when people say, like, you should actually um, play that with strangers, the questions are so deep. I know. I think it's more of, like, a we're, like, dating, but we don't know each other that well. Yes. Kind of get to know each other type game. I've never played that game with strangers. Also, why would you be in a room full of strangers? Yeah. That makes no sense. It's, like, my favorite card game is Spades, but that's just, like, regular, regular cards. But it's so fun because people take it so seriously. Um, Do you know how to play poker? No. Me neither. What about blackjack? I think poker and blackjack are like the white version of spades. (laughs) Really? Because it's like a betting game. Okay. Like spades, like if you're a black, you don't have a spades, you lose your black card. Like it's it's important, it's vital. (laughs) I'll never forget the day I learned was when I got stung by a jellyfish um, when I was like 11. And I had to pee on my arm and I was crying until my family taught me spades. How did you pee on your arm? Oh, it was on your lower arm? Yeah. I was picturing it, was like, it being it here. Like I was here. like, how does that work? Oh, that makes sense. Okay. Have you, yeah, you've never seen Friends, have you? Um, yeah, I have. The episode where Joey pees on Monica or something like that? Oh, no. That show was like, okay, I feel like Seinfeld and Friends are one of those weird shows where like nothing happens. But everyone continues to watch it. Yeah, there's like no drama. There's like, there's like no plot line. <laughs> no. Everything's just so funny. For no reason. It's like The Office, too. Like, I feel like nothing happens in The Office. The biggest thing that happens in that show is Pam and Jim date. Like, that's it. Who? Pam and Jim. The main characters? For what? The Office. Oh, I hate that show. I know. I've never... Like, I feel like when I... People talk about The Office, mm-hmm. I honestly feel gaslit. Because I've... <laughs> it, ew. Ugh. There was that phase where, like, you would date someone in, like, 2018 or 19, and you'd be like, want to watch The Office? No. I don't. Ugh. And... I would love if someone asked me that. I just, I've watched, like, maybe two or three episodes, and I, like, it's not even that it, like, wasn't funny. It's, like, I wanted to turn it off. I don't really get it. I, I, like, really don't get it. It's not, like, a laugh-out-loud show. It's, like, this is just mildly amusing, and it'll definitely put me to sleep. Interesting. The only, like, really, really funny show is Shit's Creek. If you ever heard me, like, I'm not a really person that laughs out loud. <laughs> that sounds, I felt like I made myself sound so depressing. <laughs> you do. <laughs> I think I started laughing more recently, but I feel like... Um, in terms of like shows, I don't really laugh, but I feel like Shit's Creek, I cackle. Like I cackle out loud every two minutes. That show is so good. That's me with friends. I think it's so funny. Yeah. I'm such a Phoebe. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah. You're a Rachel. Yeah. 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 So is Chance. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I'm low-key Monica because I'm a little bit neurotic. Oh, yeah. Maybe a combination. Yeah. I'm I definitely not end up with the Chandler, so. No. Oh, right. no, no, no. In like the grand scheme of things... I feel like people forget to think about what they're thankful for a lot, you know, because I feel like human nature, we like to focus on the negative, but it's really important to like, I'm not saying, because I hate journaling. I don't know if you've heard me say that before, but journaling and like writing down your three affirmations for the day. I hate that shit so much. I do not like affirmations. No, I think it's so I like the practice of it, but I don't, people are like, it changes your life if you manifest things. Okay, let's calm down. Yeah. If you do it, that's so amazing and I'm sure it helps you and same with journaling, but I will never do it. It's just not for me. It's like people don't understand. It's not that like you're, it's not the act of manifesting or the act of affirmations that's making the difference. It's that you're convincing yourself to look at your way look at yourself a certain way and because you now see yourself a certain way you're acting accordingly and that is what's making these things happen like if you're constantly talking about like i'm using the line from the help like he was smart he was pretty he was kind 
if you believe that yourself, you'll start acting like it, which is why good things will happen to you. Not because you say it six times a day, you know? It's the act of, like, actually incorporating those things into your life. Yeah. So, yeah. What was this I episode about? <laughs> things we're thankful for, like, gratitude in general. Oh. Did we ever talk about that? Um, I did. Okay. I started. And, uh, okay. okay. <laughs> I said I was thankful for car games. Get with oh, the program. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. We talked about, I mean, they card games. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Card games and card games with a D at the end, too. We talked about both. We're just so insightful. Oh, my God. And I feel like understanding the concept of gratitude is important. Because yeah. I feel like, especially depending on, like, what, where you are in life, what you're... We gonna fight. <laughs> Someone is literally banging a bongo drum downstairs. It's so annoying. Like, depending on what area you are in life, I feel like it's so easy to get caught up in, like, the day-to-day like constant action like that's one thing i love about new york is i feel like there is constant action but i think that sometimes i don't recognize or appreciate things about myself that i should because i don't take the time to like step back and be thankful for like where i am like how i got here and i think that a big part of that is we always say that we're thankful for like things in other people are thankful for things that have happened to us, but we don't take the time to be thankful for like the ways we've supported ourselves, the way that we've grown, the way that we've changed. So I feel like, in terms of like gratitude, I'm thankful for learning um, lessons from like things that happened to me in the past. How to talk about last episode? Like I'm thankful for like being able to recognize that like things happened in the past that shouldn't have happened, or like recognizing that like the way that I acted or reacted wasn't a good thing, or like being thankful that like I cannot recognize like I wasn't in a healthy mindset and being able to like take that and learn from it instead of like trying to push it away or trying to ignore it or trying to justify it so I'd say I'm thankful for progress that is a good one hard to follow up I was gonna be like I'm thankful for my hands because they feed me um <laughs> no I think it's also important too if you struggle with body image issues because I know I used to and I still do for sure recognizing that your body like just keeps you going throughout the entire day so important I think about that all the time because it's like you can stress about societal image and you can stress about like you know makeup and hair and all these superficial things that I definitely stress about but at the same time a big part of gratitude is just realizing that none of that shit matters precisely and like that's something I definitely struggle with too because like I talked about on the podcast before obviously but like I had like such a drastic weight loss in high school and then a very drastic weight gain in college like obviously the way that things work out in college right is like a very formative time that's hard to go through so I would say like I'm thankful for my body supporting me like throughout my mental ups and downs and like recognizing that like my body isn't just to like meant to be consumed and looked at it's meant to support me as well so I feel like it's so hard with like social I hate saying it's social media like it's hard with social media it's hard with like the which the way that we are very like image focused society to recognize like you do not have to look a certain way in order to appreciate yourself or to like considered beautiful or be considered healthy so I feel like I'm thankful for recognizing that and the people and resources that helped me get to that place yeah it is so hard I'm so happy you brought up social media because I'm going to touch on that for like one second it's hard because it's being thrown at you in such a coded and decoded way like it's obvious in the way where people literally body shame on TikTok verbally, but in other ways, it's latent content. Oh, you know, the societally pretty person who's, they have more followers than like someone else, you know what I mean? So it manifests in that way too. So it's being thrown at you from all these different angles. And even if you're not directly consuming it, it's going to the, you know, the back end of your brain and kind of making you insecure, at least it is in my case. I think just always proactively recognizing that like society does have a bias and that's okay as long as you like 
just know at the forefront of your brain, like it is society and it's not reality. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's Full Regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melon serum. This next generation serum has the power of melon leaf stem cell technology. It's melon leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty system for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. I'm like, I'm the kind of person that used to spend, like, literally eight hours a day on social media. Mm-hmm. And, like, now my phone screen time is, like, two, maybe three hours a day. And I cannot tell you how nice it is. It's <laughs> like, I go on TikTok maybe for, like, ten minutes a day. But, like, because I've been on it for so long, I feel like all of the problematic things that I would see and hurt things that I would see 
because I was on it so much, has kind of like gone away. It's like now when I open it, it's really just funny videos. And it's it's so like nice. little babies and little dogs. It's like little babies. <laughs> and it's people saying like the most random stuff and like politics. It's like it's nice to not go on and be like, oh wow, like I don't want to eat, you know? So like, yeah. I'm glad that that's been weeded out. Same thing with Instagram. It's like, I think that because I don't follow any like Instagram influencers, I don't follow like Instagram models, I don't follow like swimsuit illustrators, like all this stuff. Um, besides the Kardashians. Um, yeah, don't get like, it twisted. <laughs> my Instagram's really just people's dogs and people like getting engaged, which um, that's also problematic. But um, <laughs> I'm just glad it's like I can go on social media and not have to see that stuff mm-hmm. anymore. So I feel like it was so bad. Like last year and the year before, like COVID. Oh my gosh. Oh, wasn't it the worst? It was the worst. Everyone was like, I'm taking this time where I don't have to work and I'm organizing my extremely big house that cost me $17 million. I'm waking up at 5 a.m. and doing yoga, and I had a handful of almonds for breakfast. Like, literally, that's yeah. what it was. So like, annoying. I don't get any of them what about eating day videos anymore. Like, oh, it's so nice. It's, that is it's really peace. nice. Again, we've discussed this so many times. Twitter is the only acceptable form of social media. Except for not anymore. Why? Yvonne. Oh, fuck. I forgot about that. Never That's mind. also <laughs> a perfect curation. It's because, like, people, my friends are telling me that, like, they had gone on Twitter the day after Elon had acquired it. And, like, just the most disgustingly racist and, like, overtly disgusting tweets were coming up on their, like, for on their timeline. Because also, like, the stupid Twitter blue thing where now it's, like, you can just pay to be verified. It's, like, but that, that, that does not include Perry accounts. So people will have, like, the same picture and name as a celebrity but, like, one letter different in their um, username, but be verified. So it's people are considering that to be true. So it's, like, all this mess. But I'm so glad that all I follow are funny black people. So, like, my entire <laughs> timeline, nothing changed. And I was, like, beautiful. <laughs> that is beautiful. Maybe for being single for now. Cannot be bothered. be bothered. It's weird because, like, I love being in relationships. And, like, I love dating someone. But there's this certain genesis uh, quoi piece that comes with not having men in your life. And, like, it's sometimes it's like, oh, like, I wish, like, I had someone. Like, I do like people, like, whatever. But also it's so nice to be like, oh, I'm just going to go to bed and watch Netflix and not have to worry about a man's feelings. Also, not to be your mom, but you need peace right now because of yeah. law school and everything. So, And you said it so perfectly last episode. Being in a relationship is so emotionally taxing that, and in general, like, even if everything goes well, you need time and dedication. You need to give as well as take so I mean I'm really happy that you're so peaceful right now because if anyone needed it it was you (laughs) that's one thing I'm grateful for downtime because I don't get any of it yeah (laughs) like I can't even explain it's because it's like not only am I a full-time law student I also have two jobs so it's like I don't have a day off like even on weekends I wake up at like seven or eight and I work until I go out it's like my only free time is going out on the weekends um, because I wake up at 5 a.m. and I go to bed at like midnight every single day for studying and to go to the gym. So that surprises me because you're literally narcoleptic. So yeah, so I get like five hours sleep a night maximum. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I work the entire weekend mm-hmm. either studying or literally doing like my job. And so the literally the only time that I have free is to go out at night. And it's so super cute because I can't do that anymore either because it's final season. Yeah. So um, I'm going to use that time to sleep and, like, start getting seven hours of sleep. And I look forward to my sleep time. Not to make you feel bad, but I'm thankful for my weekends because you will not catch me working on weekends unless we're doing this podcast. And, again, like, I'm not in school. I work. That's all I do right now. And, um, like, unless we're doing this podcast because this doesn't really feel like work. I love doing this. Yeah. Unless we're doing this, I will be out. I'm out of the apartment. I'm shopping. I'm doing errands. Like, I'm just doing things for myself, which I'm very grateful. Oh, my God. Antarctica has a flag. Antarctica. Isn't it? 
Does Hawaii have a flag? Well, yes, it's a state. Well, so is Alaska. No, Antarctica. Oh. You said something like that. <laughs> I when, did, what was but it, it wasn't that. It was, oh, you um, said that Ireland wasn't in Europe. I said, maybe, where yeah. is it? <laughs> um, we were playing Girls' Night, and we were with, like, a new person. So it was, like, me, Chance, and one of our friends. And I gave myself the, like, most spacey card. And our new friend was like, really? I think it, the exact word on the card was flighty. <laughs> I gave it to myself, obviously. I'm so dead. No, Sarah's brain to me be like cotton candy, floating unicorns, no. it, my little pony, yeah. Scooby-Doo. <laughs> when you think, okay, what goes on in my brain um, when I'm not like actively working or focused on something, it, the way to describe it would be those baby sensory videos. You know, like the little pineapples jumping up and down and smiling yeah. and kind of going. <laughs> I'll never forget, like my little brother... Because he was born when I was 18, and he had to go to, like, sensory classes. They would pay, one of them, they would pay for this, which got me. They would, like, put him in, like, a bowl. Like, they would have, like, a kid pool full of, like, spaghetti, and the kid would just be, like, laying in it. And they're, like, it's for their sensory. And I was, like, mm, that seems unhygienic. Um, also, that would, ooh. Yeah. You know that video of Cole, video picture of Cole, he's like this, and he has all the little worm things on That's that picture? Yes. That's from that? That Ooh. same day, they had, like, a kitty pool full of spaghetti, and the kids could just, like, grab it and smush it. And I was like, you're no way I'm paying someone to do this. That's so icky. I feel like adults with no sensory issues would not like to do that. <laughs> yeah, it's I mean? no. <laughs> what does that train you for? That's like it helps their, helps their, helps their, okay, it helps sensory. Okay, I can also put them in the bathtub. You know, like, it's the same thing. Homemade <laughs> bunch of pasta. I'm going to do that with my kid just to traumatize them. I'm sorry. Um... No. CPS. Yeah. <laughs> CPS. No, yeah. I just thought of this because it's actually so relevant because I saw it come to fruition this weekend. When my phone got stolen, I didn't react the way that everyone thought I was going to react. You know, like I wasn't crying. I wasn't that upset. Like I was like, we'll figure it out. We'll get there eventually. And same with my tooth. Like it just reminded me of when I got my tooth knocked out, which I told that story. If you want to listen, that's like three episodes ago. I got my tooth knocked out, and I was, like, laughing about it. You know what I mean? So one thing that I will say I am very grateful for is my positive-ass attitude because I can turn any negative situation into a good situation. My brain is always in a good, like, space, I feel like, most of the time. And when it's not, I I feel like it just gets back to a good place pretty quickly. So I'm definitely thankful about that. It's funny because I'm the exact opposite. Like, (laughs) I'm a cancer, so I feel everything to the umph degree Mm -hmm. immediately when it happens. But, like, when I got my wallet stolen and my phone stolen in the same week, span um the way i didn't even care <laughs> because i was hanging out with a guy that i like so i was like it's fine <laughs> and it seemed crazy i can so picture that yeah, they were like are you okay i'm like i'm fine ha <laughs> <laughs> was like it's fine Sydney. it's okay i'm literally so peaceful right now it's literally not even funny i'm so grateful to just be here in this moment <laughs> i don't care and i feel like you were fine too like you i were was lying. girl i didn't even care we were hanging out i was like Hee-hee. i don't care <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I didn't even know you lost your phone until, like, the next day. Yeah, the like, way I used to block down my mind, I was like, other other focuses. That is too funny. No, when I broke my tooth, people were like, you know, I thought you were going to be mad. I thought you were going to be crying, upset, freaking out. And, like, I was, but I was also, like, I thought it was so funny. I was laughing so hard because that would happen to me, you know? Yeah. Um, I am an idiot, but no one has to know that. I remember, uh, like, in, like, sixth grade, calling someone, like, ID10T was, like, the biggest insult ever. ID10T, why? Because it spells idiot. <laughs> no like why do people like eat down with these insults they'd be like whatever major loser i'd be like wow 
Wow. We had a little rhyme that was something about a waterfall, but it was how you like your mom sucks. Like someone randomly was like, you step on like a sidewalk crack, your mom's gonna like, her back's gonna break. And everyone like went along with it. <laughs> Do you have the cheese touch at your school? Because we had it at mine. We did like the year it came out, but they like banned it for us from talking about Seriously? it. Seriously? Same thing with silly bands. We couldn't wear them anymore. Oh, I had like 300 of those. We banned um, fidget spinners from our school when they first came out. My thing was the little erasers you could take apart. They look like food. I, would, I had like a collection of like hundreds of them. Me too. And also the food earrings from Claire's. Yeah. That, that was my... Why was... I had the sushi ones. You know, I didn't eat sushi. Yes. Uh, what would you say like you're thankful for personality wise? Like give one thing about your personality that you're like, I'm obsessively thankful for it. Um, being the baddest in the block. Yeah. Um, Obviously, but... I would say like, this is the direct opposite of what I just described myself as. But I feel like I feel like I'm very emotionally neutral. Like I just feel like my I value my peace so much that I just don't care about a lot of things. Like say what you want, do what you want. I really couldn't care less. Like my peace is my um, majority. My peace is my priority. <laughs> Sorry, I've been in class since eight a.m. today, and I've been up <laughs> since five. So and people be asking me like, "Tell me about yourself." I'm like, "Wait, <laughs> do I have a personality?" Um, yeah, that's the vibe for now. I feel like that too. I mean, like with school and like conflict, you are a pretty neutral person, which I've always appreciated because nothing's that deep, you know? It really isn't that deep. Because you know, so I just, it's a 333 rule. I know that like in a couple months, in a couple years, this is not going to matter. So why am I stressing about it now? Right, exactly. What What is the rule called? 333. Like three, three months, weeks, three, three, three months, oh. three years. Okay. How's, how's the decision going to affect I you? thought it started at three months. So I was like, it goes three months, three years, and then what, three centuries? <laughs> I don't know. I would say that I made this rule up, I'm pretty sure. So, period. Ooh, copyright. Copyright that. Stamp. All right, you guys, that's about all we have time for today. Uh, thank you so much for listening. And you can follow us on social media at Crying in Public Podcast on TikTok and Instagram. And you can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeart, or wherever you get your podcasts. Adios. Bye. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm. The Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Don't forget to pack the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies for a post-errands pick-me-up. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.